Today is Sunday, October 23rd. This is the Dade City Wire, your hometown news source. I'm Eric Baker. Our top story this week, your Pasco Pirates varsity football team defeated Crystal River during homecoming this past Friday, October 21st at WF Edwards Stadium by a score of 14-0, pitching a defensive shutout during the contest and improving to 7-1 on the season. Star running back Tayshawn Balmier rushed for 158 yards and two touchdowns on the night, while also surpassing the single-season rushing record for Pasco High School of 1,612 yards set back in 2008 by Jamal Haynes. Tayshawn has now rushed for 1,665 yards and has amassed 21 total touchdowns so far this season with two regular season games still to be played. Coach Freeney told me that Tayshawn's a special kid who never complains and is a true team player. He's special. He's special, man. And like I said, every time I talk to somebody, the thing that sets him apart is how good of a kid he is. Like, you know, he is a great young man and he never complains. Like tonight, you know, he had broke the record. He very easily could have said, I'm done. And he was over there, coach, I'm going to go back for more. You know, and, and at the end of the day, we got a bigger goal in mind. So, you know, we kind of shut him down early, but, you know, he could have had more than he did. But um, at the end of the day, it's about the team, right? And he's a team player, and he understood that, and he was all with it, and he was on the sideline cheering them on. So Tayshawn's just a special, special kid all around. Tayshawn told me after the game that it was one of his goals to break this record. Feels real good. That's been my, my goal since I came back. It was to break the record and put my name on I asked Coach Freeney about the health of his running back as he was pulled from the game in the third quarter and seemed to be limping a bit. In a moment of levity, Coach told me that he calls Tayshawn an old man because he always walks like he's hurt. Tayshawn, Tayshawn's always, he, I call him my old man because he always walks like he's hurt. But at the end of the day, we're just taking care of him. That's it. If you recall, after the Nine Mile War, Coach Freeney talked about how his team didn't have their best week of practice and how that translated to the field. So I asked Coach Freeney how practice went this week. We, like last week, I told him we just got to practice better. And we came out this week and they were focused at practice. And, um, you know, we came out, we were firing on all cylinders. We did some new things and they, they bought into it. And again, man, it's all about the kids. And when, when they're going and we're firing on all cylinders, everything's working, we're tough to beat. It was obvious that part of the game plan this week was to try and establish the passing game and become more balanced on the offensive side of the ball. Coach Freeney told me that they have to be able to pass the ball and make plays in the passing game. I'll be honest with you, we challenged our receivers, our young receivers, like they've got to start making plays, like we've got to start making plays in the passing game and that was one of our focuses and you know we said as a staff going into this game, you know I don't care what the score is, we got to throw the football, like we've got to be able to throw the football, we got to get better at it. Um, you know Caleb Samuel, he stepped up big tonight on offense, um, he was a big part of us in the first half moving it and then you know we, we, we lost one of our key linemen. But, you know, I had Desmond Davis and um, and Pope. He stepped up and they played tackle for us and we're going to be fine. The Pirates defense pitched a shutout for homecoming and basically dominated the game from beginning to end. Just to name a few, 
Star athletes, cornerback Zabrian Hammond recorded three interceptions. Middle linebacker Tyrese Gross racked up 12 total tackles and one sack. Defensive end Anthony Pratt accounted for 10 total tackles and three sacks. Middle linebacker Chris Jones and free safety J.J. Johnson both accounted for seven total tackles and Chris Jones added two sacks. And defensive end Cody Juarez racked up nine total tackles and one sack on the night. Coach Freeney talked about that defensive performance. So go to shutout on defense. Those are not easy to come by. What can you say about your defense tonight? I tell everybody they don't get the recognition that they deserve. But Coach um, Cortez Stubbs, man, he has these kids ready to go each week. And those kids really believe in him and trust him. And our defense, our defense has been like our our consistent all season. Yes, sir. You know, um, and then you got Zabrian. Zabrin started out, and he's a young guy, and this is first year playing in a, in a long time, probably about two years, mm. and he just continues to grow at corner. He had a great game last week. He didn't have any passes caught on him against um, Zephyr Hills, and then tonight, you know, I think he had, what, three interceptions or yeah. something like that? Yeah. Um, he's just continued to grow as a player, and it's great to watch. It's so fun. Next up, the Pirates go on the road to play Wesley Chapel on Friday, October 28th at 7.30 p.m. We'll see you there. Last Tuesday, October 18th, Not A Clue Adventures and the Pioneer Florida Museum hosted the Bees Butter Biscuit Brunch. Several people attended the event and Veronica Myers of Be Good Honey gave a presentation about bee education. Janine Arrington Fisher of NotAClueAdventures.com had this to say about the event. This is an opportunity for locals to learn about um, a little bit of history, making butter on their own and cooking biscuits over a fire. Uh, uh, the best thing on a biscuit's honey, so we've got to take care of our bees. And we have uh, Veronica from Be Good Honey to come out here. She teaches them all about just bees and why we need to protect them. And we just have a wonderful smoky prosciutto egg bake. We do this event every October, November, and we hope you can come out next time. So if people want to join, how can they how can they sign up and figure out when the dates and times are to, to come out and participate? Just follow the Dade City Pioneer Museum or Not A Clue Adventures on Facebook or on the websites. The Dade City Center for the Arts invite you to visit the hay bales that have been painted by our much appreciated local artists at the following locations through November 12th. Agnes Lamb Park, painted by Curtis and Jasmine Wright. Hardy Trail at Church Avenue, painted by Kevin Taggarty. Naomi Jones Park, painted by Olivia Below. Polly Touchton Hibiscus Park, painted by Patty Reese, Delaney Reese, Alyssa Ross, and Cassidy Welch. Price Park, painted by Randy Hernandez. And Watson Park, painted by Raya Taggarty. I sat down with Lucy Avila from the Dade City Center for the Arts for more information about the event. Yeah, we are so excited to have people come to Dade City because Dade City is known to have a heart for the art. And um, we're thrilled to our local artists that took their time and effort to um, paint on these hay bales that um, were donated by Joey um, Wubana. And I'm thankful to also to our sponsors who financially supported this project. And um, we're thrilled to be able to offer something like this in our community. And we do have signs by each um, 
hay bale that tells who the name of the artist was that did the project and also our sponsors and we are again are thrilled to offer this to our community and to our visitors coming to town so where all can people see the hay bales um at our local um parks like we have um one at agnes lamb park we have price park we have um the Polly Touchton Park, which is known also as the Hibiscus Park. <laughs> we have the um, Naomi Jones, and we also have Hardy Trail. Hard, well, there's one also at the Hardy Trail, and I think I already said Watson Park, yes. So there's six locations. And they'll be out, and people can go by and see them until? The middle of November, because we're going to be then getting ready for Christmas decorations, and it kind of clashes. But we might keep the hay bale by Hardy um, Trail because it is an American flag, and um, we're proud of America and Dade City. And plus, we're um, it, the Veterans Day is coming up as well during that time period, and so we might just keep that up because it looks great where it's at. And we also have, um, which is part of our project with Dade City Center for the Arts, is a Take Heart project and um, located closely to this hay bale is a heart that has also the American flag on it. So it kind of ties in together real nice. Saturday, October 29th from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. is Downtown Dade City's Halloween Spooktacular event. There will be trick-or-treating for kids and pets along with activities for the entire family. There will also be costume contests for kids, pets, and adults. Complimentary treat bags will be available at Lamb Park while supplies last. We'll see you there. Saturday, October 29th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. is the Living History Florida Seminole Wars event hosted by the Pioneer Florida Museum and Village. There will be presentations, demonstrations, great food, and more. Alligator wrestling starts at 11 a.m. and goes until 1 p.m. on Saturday only. The battle reenactment begins at 3 p.m. Admission is $10 for adults, $5 for students, and kids under 5 are free. We hope you'll join us at the Pioneer Florida Museum and Village, 15602 Pioneer Museum Road in Dade City. Also on Saturday, October 29th, the Dade City Symphony presents Music is in the Air. Located at the Pasco Middle School Auditorium, 13925 14th Street in Dade City. Admission is free. Doors open at 6.30 p.m. for general seating. For more information, visit www.dadecitysymphony.com. Saturday, November 5th, the Pasco High School PTSA is hosting Stand Up with PTSA, a comedy fundraiser. Doors open at 5 p.m. and the show starts at 7. They'll have raffles, 50-50 drawings, live and silent auctions, VIP tables, and more. This event is for adults 18 years of age or older. General admission is $50. The VIP tables are $1,000. For tickets, to donate, or to sponsor, visit www.funny4funds.com forward slash events or call Don Enright 813-997-5154. Saturday, November 5th, the Heritage Arts Center presents the long-awaited return of Moonlight and Ivory. Musicians and artists from Dade City and the surrounding areas will be performing at the Dade City Women's Club, 37922 Palm Avenue in Dade City. For more information, call Charlotte Lewis at 352-424-4298.
Also on Saturday, November 5th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., join seniors in service at the Moore Mickens Educational and Vocational Center in Dade City for their third annual Fall Heritage Festival. There will be food, live music, Buffalo Soldiers, vendors, and artists. Entry is just $7. VIP seating is $25. For more information, call 352-518-8008. Saturday, November 5th, the Pasco High School Band of Pirates are hosting the District 5 MPA Performance Event from 1 p.m. to 9 p.m., which will welcome 22 bands to campus to perform for judges and rating. The event will bring over 3,000 people to campus that day, and they are looking for lots of volunteers, but would also like to invite members of the community to watch and support the bands. The band has also been invited to participate in the 2023 National Memorial Day Parade located in Washington, D.C. It's a nationally televised event. They have also been invited to perform a concert series on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial during this trip. They are the only band from the state of Florida to be nominated and selected to participate in this parade. They are currently fundraising to help provide their students for the experience of this wonderful trip. If you can help, please reach out to K Spence, S-P-E-N-C-E at pasco.k12.fl.us. On Saturday, November 12th from 5 to 8 p.m., come out for an evening in the arts district presented by Prelude Academy of the Arts, Perks Cafe, and Out of Our Hands Art Gallery. Adults can enjoy an evening of music, chocolate, refreshments, and art right here in downtown Dade City. For more information, please go to www.preludeacademy.com forward slash services Dash nine. Saturday, December 10th, beginning at 10 a.m., is the second annual Pasco High School swim team Eggnog Mile, located at WF Edwards Stadium. There will be a Christmas cookie bake sale, pictures with Santa, toys for tots donations, and of course, the race itself. This event is not recommended for lactose intolerant individuals. For more information, contact Coach Patterson at bpatters at pasco.com k12.fl.us or lbfisher at pasco.k12.fl.us. Wednesday, December 21st through Friday, December 23rd, First Baptist Dade City presents the 6th Annual Gingerbread House Contest at the Church Street Christmas. Stop into the First Baptist Church to enjoy the exhibit, free of charge. They have cash prizes totaling more than $1,000 and it's completely free to enter. Check out their website for more information, www.dcgingerbread.com. Attention Pasco High School parents and students. Do you plan on attending the spring break trip to Ireland and Scotland? The final enrollment meeting will be October 19th at 6.30 p.m. in the Cove. For more information, contact Mrs. Reed or Mrs. Graham. In local sports, the St. Leo Lions women's soccer team defeated the Florida Tech Panthers by a score of 2-1 last week on senior night. Alexia Spencer had two shots. 
Alex Colligan had two shots and one goal, and Nina Mueller also had two shots and one goal on the night. The St. Leo men's swimming team was victorious over Rollins last Saturday to begin their 2022-2023 season. Their next game is the home opener on Friday, November 4th against Lynn at 3 p.m. In local weather, the week ahead looks to be mostly sunny and pleasant with highs in the mid-80s and lows in the upper 50s and low 60s pretty much all week long. Our best chance of rain will come on Wednesday, seeing a 56% chance of an afternoon shower. We'll also see a 40% chance of rain on both Saturday and Sunday, mostly in the evening hours. Overall, we can enjoy a great week of fall weather. U.S. stock market indexes all ended in positive territory last week as there appears to be a hint of investor optimism heading into the fourth quarter as it seems that future rate hikes by the Federal Reserve will proceed at a more moderate pace. The S&P 500 rose 4.7%, the Nasdaq climbed 5.2%, and the Dow increased 4.9%. Did you know that Day City Wire now has a print publication and a digital version of the news? Well, we do. Look for the print publication at select locations around downtown Dade City and look for the digital version on our website, DadeCityWire.com forward slash print. Is there something happening in Dade City this upcoming week that you'd like us to help spread the word on? Remember to always use hashtag Dade City Wire in all your posts that you want us to know about and we'll find you. We're looking for people who want to get involved with the show, write articles in the wire, and even help produce these podcasts. Email us if interested and let's do lunch to talk about how you can get involved. Info at DadeCityWire.com. We hope you have a fantastic week and we'll see you again next Sunday right here on the Dade City Wire, Dade City's only weekly news show.